This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 682, Into the Shadows. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros. And with me, I have uh, Allie. Hey, Allie, how you doing? Oh, you went to me first. Hi. Hello. Hello. I'm, you know, as good as can be expected with all the craziness going on, but I am really loving being at home. I wish I had a work from home job (laughs) and doing a lot of podcasting and gaming and being with my dogs and just trying to soldier on. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, we do have... uh... Also with us, Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Hey, how you know? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, so, uh, before we continue on the show, I, I do have to bring up uh, a bit of a concern I have, uh, Toasty. Oh? Uh, I'm concerned that you're getting too far into debt with a raccoon. It's fine. I can have... It's fine. It's only half a million bells of debt. I, I can handle it. Only oh, half a million. Um... All I know is if I was half a million in debt, I'd be extremely concerned. It's okay. I just gotta wait. For, I just gotta wait for the dinos, the, the the punk rock dinosaur to show up, and I'm gonna sell him some bugs, and I'll be fine. Punk rock dinosaur. I'm told he's a chameleon, but in my head, it's a punk rock dinosaur. I need to see a picture of this punk rock dinosaur. I think because <laughs> I'm imagining literally a like a punk rock T Rex. Yeah, it's fine. I have some bugs set aside for him, and he's going to buy them for a ridiculously marked up price because he chooses to do so. And that'll be good. I'll be good. Um, but then you're going to get further into debt to upgrade your house? Yes, sir. This seems like a poor choice, a poor life decision to get further into debt just to upgrade. Well, my life is a series of poor life decisions, so you know. <laughs> I think everyone's is. Let's be honest. That's that's probably fair. 
<laughs> so safe to assume, Toasty, you have played a little bit of Animal Crossing this week. Just, just, just a little. Just you know, a wee bit. Just a million and a half or so worth of debt of Animal Crossing. It's not, it's not like I played for nine and eleven hours on Saturday. Of course not. That'd be silly. Why? Who? Who? Why would you play anything but WoW that long on a single day? I played WoW that long on Sunday. <laughs> you were a lot on a lot on Sunday. That's true. <laughs> uh, my my sleep my sleep schedule's been a little messed up recently. I've been filling that time when I normally be sleeping with video games, Animal Crossing, and WoW. All right, with, the, with a sprinkling of Overwatch in there. I played Overwatch like two, maybe three weeks ago with my goddaughter. Uh, did surprisingly well as... Who was I? Torbjorn. He's fun. Uh, I never him. played him before. It was a little hard getting adjusted to him, but uh, I, I was told I did fairly well. Nice. Just keep that keep that turret alive, and then... And then secondary fire into crowds. It's great. Yeah, I, I killed lots of the bad guys. So that's that's the big thing. That that's your job. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then vomit lava everywhere. Yes, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but then the Omnix just stopped going into it for some reason, so it was really annoying. Yeah. They, they learned, and it's really annoying when they learn. Yeah. It's the trouble with AI. Yeah. So, uh, what other than uh, getting in debt to a uh, raccoon mafioso have you done uh, in the last week there, Toasty? Um, well, as, as uh, Ali mentioned, I played a lot of WoW. I've been, play- I, I've been playing a lot of video games. That's what That comes with the territory of not leaving the house. Um, yes. So, we continued our heroic rating. Mm-hmm. And oh boy, did we did we ever do good? So hero, um, with our heroic rating, we got our five bosses that we've we have killed previously down in a single night, which was fantastic. Even got one of my guild members into the raid with us, and she did fantastically for someone who who has only ever done LFR. She's only done LFR. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> She did do a good job. She even came and healed for a while, and I was actually impressed with how she did. So I assumed that she was some kind of big time healer. Plus, she's pretty well geared. So, well, she does. She spends a lot of time pushing mythic pluses. Ah, so she's mostly geared from gotcha. that. Um, not not quite on the same level as my other guildie, who regularly does like mythic plus twenties. Yikes! I think I think uh, Chalet has only ever done. I think the highest she said she's done was fourteen or fifteen. Even then, that's not easy. Yeah. And she, from what I understand, mostly does that uh, from a healer perspective. She does, she, she can crank out the damage, though, as we saw for those first uh, few bosses where she was doing DPS. Oh, boy. I'm like, I gotta stop bringing my friends in because they make me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I find it's just it's easier when you just, you know, start tanking the floor at the start of the fight, and then it doesn't really matter. Nobody notices you then. You're just on the floor. To be fair, when I joined Seraphis' raid group, I, t- I only ever promised mediocrity, and I feel as though I've delivered on that in spades. So, you know, there's that. Um, on our second night, we got two more bosses down. We got Estagath, which was 
the weird tentacle thing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Doug, whose name I never Shadhar. remember. <laughs> yeah. So we got so we are currently sitting at seven of twelve on mm-hmm. heroic and eleven twelve normal still. We didn't manage to get a few more pulls in on normal Nazoth after we took down Drestagath. And I gotta say, like, outside of um just a few miscues, like I feel as though we were making really good progress on that. Yeah, this week might be our week. I'm feeling it. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty excited for raid this week gotta say because everything just seemed to be connecting so well the only thing i'm worried about is my uh uh my guildmate um her attendance because of the nature of her work can be a bit sporadic so i'm not sure she'll be there this week right hopefully she is because having her there i think really helped us a lot (laughs) We'll see. If not, maybe I'll talk to my other guildy who's doing, who's like a mythic healer. Oh man, I don't know if I want someone coming in and out healing me. I don't know if I like that idea. And and I'm realizing now that I'm saying, <laughs> I'm realizing now that I'm saying guildy and like, like that's. That's not your guild anymore? Yeah, that's not my guild anymore. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah, I was kind of hesitant to hop over just by myself, and then Shelley came along. So I'm like, you know what? Okay, let's do it. So now I'm in Phalanx of Nod with Seraphis and all of them. Seraphis, Stone, M, Zabby. There's, there's a lot of podcasters in that guild, man. <laughs> there's a lot of podcasters in our raid group. There are, which is lovely. <laughs> there are podcasters, they're streamers. Uh, that's... You'll never have to worry about me. You are joining your raid group. Don't worry. Think, hasn't Sarah invited you? No, not that I, I ever did. recall. Well, let's be honest. He'd have to get a cloak if he did, so... That's true. Especially for the bosses we're planning on progressing on soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you absolutely need a cloak for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. No, no, you will not. You will immediately go insane and start killing us all. I'm not that powerful, so you don't have to worry about it. I'd be easy to kill. want to see... You might get buffed when you get mind controlled. Oh, get more powerful? Awesome! I, I totally don't want to cluck now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that all that all that, that needs to happen is you to get possessed by an old god. Sounds like a good time, right? Yeah, he'll let go someday. But outside of raiding, I also uh, did a bunch of revisions because I looked at my currency tab this weekend. I'm like, oh, I have. 50,000 of the currency to buy vessels. I should probably use those. So I did. Um, uh, To my annoyance, like for the, to my annoyance, I I discovered the hard way that when you're upgrading your cloak from 11 to 12 to 12, and you only need that one page, that if you clear out the two lost areas and you get two of the pages, you can only actually loot one of them. I assumed it'd be like other quests where there's a continu- where you continue to loot items, and I just hold on to it because I think with uh, that quest Rathion gives you for your crafting stuff, the, uh, Shattered Visions, I think it's called, something like that. It's whatever it's whatever you need to do to start crafting stuff from this patch. 
Um, there was a smaller quest to loot a smaller amount of them, and I got that plus extra. But I was able to loot the extra ones and, and use them as progression to the next step where you have to collect 200 of them, which is what I'm on now. Like, okay, mate, like, it did it for this one quest where I could keep the currency. Logic dictates that it'll happen for this quest, even though I only need one. Spoiler, it did not. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get mailed to me as like one of the lost currencies or whatever. It it also did not. So I went through all the stress of trying to clear out the two lost areas and one of the minor areas and kill Illyria on my first pull. And didn't really need to do that. I could have just done my usual two minors and one major and finished up that portion of the quest and then started doing the two lost areas because for the next step you need four pages. Right. So that was not great. I was very annoyed by that, actually. On the plus side, I'm reliably getting through the the two lost areas now. Like, with relative ease. That's so, good. that's something. Yeah. Haven't attempted any runs with masks yet, but I'm o- I'm still only at cloak level 12, so I think I'm going to hold off on the masks thing for a little while. And plus, I'm not done that progression tree. I just started the level after the three parallel, the three oh, uh, inline yeah, ones. You, you've got a bit to do. I'm a little that. behind. Yeah, because once you get the one that gives you 200 sanity for killing elites, yeah, that helps a lot. And then Gift of the Titans is just a game changer. It's the one, awesome. So the one that gives you 200 sanity after killing elites, that's the one right after, right? The one is, yes. Because I, I, think I, I think I picked that one. I think I put I a point into that. Tree. But it's, it's somewhere in there in the middle. Yeah. I think I put a point into that at this point already. Oh. Uh... That's oh, that's gonna bug me now. Where there's gonna be a there's gonna be something on Wowhead for it. Nah, whatever. I all I know is I either have it or I am close to getting it. So that'll help a lot. Because there were a lot of elites running around in some of those areas. Yeah, get that extra two hundred sanity would have helped a lot. Um, that's. And then you know, I did. Uh, I started back up on the uh, on the daily grind again because I've been neglecting that for the past few weeks. So getting back on that, finally got my love, my rank three, um, breath of the dying essence. Nice. So I'm all so I'm all rank three out for for essences. Whether or not I choose to pursue rank four, so, you know, whatever. But the, the important part is I got the I got the bit that makes the numbers look good. <laughs> so A plus for me. Well, maybe not A plus because it's really late. Take away some late marks. Um, like C minus. C minus for me. So you know, good old high school toasty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's that's about it. Wow, wise. I mean, I could talk about Animal Crossing, but this is an Animal Crossing podcast. Um, Allie, what what have you been up to for WoW stuff that I haven't already oh, talked about? You know, so same much. Right so you talked about the one raid. My other raid I'm in with uh, as part of the CTR guild. 
they're on like eh, like middle progression, middle heroic progression. I think we've down five bosses on heroic now with that group. I think. So that's good. And then my guild group, my my lovable band of misfits. We're not that far. <laughs> but people are getting gear and having fun, and that's really what matters with them. So that's good. On a personal level, let's see, over the last couple weeks, I finally got Mechagon Exalted for, you know, Rust Bolt. And I've not unlocked Mechagonomes yet, but I'll do that soon. I got my third tier of my Essence from Mechagon, as well as Nagitar, because I still had to do a couple more things with the followers and level them up a little bit more, so I did that. So it feels good to have two of my bigger Essences at rank 3. And... Just last night, I took some time with the lovely XP buff and got my Dwarf Rogue, Aliandris, my first tune I ever made in WoW, my gaming namesake, my podcasting namesake. I miss her dearly. I got her to 120 and got all sorts of pirate transmog, which obviously I love. So that was that was a lot of fun last night. You know, I just threw on Netflix and just relaxed and played with her and leveled and when you get to this point of the expansion where if you're raiding or mythic plus or whatever that might be, and you're just trying to eke out the bit of min maxing and getting a couple ups here and there, it can get a little, you burn out, <laughs> you burn out. And, and I've, I've been experiencing that a little bit, especially since I was healing for all three of those groups. Thankfully, thankfully one of those groups is letting me switch to DPS. So that helps my sanity, but that, instant gratification from leveling and getting gear on an alt that you're leveling is really refreshing i have to say i really enjoyed that i had so much fun last night just relaxing and leveling like it was it was really good times and i think i'm really grateful for that xp buff and i think next i'm going to get my hordy to 120 so that'd be cool and just try to keep taking advantage of the buff while we have it i did a little bit of overwatch did a little bit of dappling with that I might start streaming soon. So I downloaded Streamlabs and I've been kind of messing around with settings and learning things and stuff. But yeah, just, you know, keeping busy and lots of little things and wow. And, you know, Matt runs. I have not gotten anything from them, but I'm doing them. And just enjoying my time, basically. Yeah, she just reminded me of what, when you spoke about mounts, you reminded me of something that I finally remembered to do. What'd you do? I bought, I bought my frog mount. <gasps> you bought the majestic beast. As I yes. Because it. it's a, I mean, when you just watch it, when you watch the hopper, you know, hop along, it just, it's majestic. Yeah. It's glorious. Like I made peace, but I'm, the fact that I'm going to, I'm never going to get long boy because I don't have the yeah. patience to invest in farming up gold like stone did. And he, he farmed <laughs> that up right quick. He worked hard, man. So like you know what I got seven hundred k from that B- from that uh, boe back in the day, back in the day it was like a month ago. <laughs> you know, with everything going on these days, it feels like back in the day. Let's it, 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 yeah, it really does. Um, so like you know, what? I'm gonna spend it, and I I found where to buy it, and I bought myself a frog. Though. Which color did I you got, get? I got the blue one. You got the right one. That's what I have too. Although my husband got the green one. And that actually does look really cool. So the green, the green one too. looks the green one looks really yeah. I, I, I was I, I was actually kind of 
conflicted between buying the blue one and the yellow one because the yellow one looks pretty good too. Like they it's all, not bad. all it's the not all bad. the colors for that mount look really good. It does. I'm gonna eventually get them all. Yeah, I've and got some get gold. more BOAs, BOEs. <laughs> right, like I've got some gold saved up between all my tunes. But I also know we're going into a new expansion soon, and so I'm trying to do the logical thing and not spend all my money on these mounts that I want right now. Because we there's more mounts to buy next expansion. Exactly, and I'm really excited for Shadowlands. So, but yeah, that that's about it for me. Medros, what have you been up to? Um, I I've been I've been playing some um some Pokemon Go. Um, I did log in. And I did boost my uh, uh, Vopira Hunter. Um, nice. Did the whole intro stuff and all that stuff. Um, went over to my other tunes, did stuff there, like just basic mission table stuff. Um, didn't do a lot otherwise, though. Um, I just, I'm just having a hard time finding purpose i guess or i don't know how to, how to how i don't know how to describe it properly um just it, it's it's not easy to uh find a reason uh for me to log in on a regular basis right now uh, and that's hard um because there's not really anything that i want to do like i think back to like The end of Warlords, um, the end of Mists, the end of Legion, um, and I felt like there, in those expansions, there was stuff for me to do. Um, gold was a little freer. There was more uh, stuff for me to do, and the cloak just isn't a draw for me because I'm not going to do the raid. Um, and that's the only reason I see to have that cloak. Like, the cloak's not going to make me more gold. Uh, it's not going to give me more items when I'm out farming materials uh, to sell off on the auction house. Like, there's not, there's no purpose to it unless you're not raiding. Or, or am I wrong? Like, please tell me if I'm wrong. If there's something that mm. it gives me that benefits me, you know, give me more gold, more gold or, or more items, then great. But I don't see that from what I what I read into it. The cloak itself doesn't really, like, doesn't really have an outside of raid benefit. I don't think not the, the one that I can think of immediately. But, but like some of the other content that's out there right now, especially the uh, like the different really. the di yeah the different invasions and stuff like that. Uh, for for somebody for a player like you, they're, they're still like yes, it's pretty repetitive in terms of what you're doing. You know, go to this, go go through this zone and kill X amount of these things, X amount of these things, collect these things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm -hmm. But but the cosmetic rewards for that stuff, like, is still pretty good. And like there's some pets to be had mounts and, and mounts. And, 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 you know. Okay, yeah. but and also, I don't care about the pets or the mounts. Like, I, I haven't found a compelling reason that I want to get this cloak. And everything in this patch needs to be around this cloak. It's, um, not, it's not around the cloak per se. There's other stuff you can do that don't involve your cloak. But you have to go through the cloak process 
to get to it. Okay. Well, you have to go through at least the intro part to get to it. Well, I mean, I've done some stuff, but I, I have not spoken to Rathion in the stuff that I believe will eventually lead to my cloak. Like, I, I've gone over... I've gone, I, I followed Magni around on one of my characters because there's no way in, in hell that I'm doing it on every one of my alts. Um, which another is another really frustrating thing. Like... I don't want to have to do a three-hour quest chain on 15 characters just so they can all get this cloak. Like, at least when it came to some stuff in past expansions, uh, even in this expansion, once one character did it, you could say, I've already done all that stuff, just give me it. You do get to skip some of it. Yeah, I can't remember exactly which parts. I have yeah, not, I've not done it on an alt myself yet. I'm actually I have a pally. I'm getting ready to do it on soon, <laughs> so I I can't speak to it yet on like how much shorter it actually makes it feel on an alt, but uh, soon. Um, another thing that's really frustrated me this expansion is essences. Um, I'm not gonna go through several fa- several sets of quests just to get the crappy essences I have access to on my on my main. Like, that part was not made alt-friendly in any way, shape, or form to me. Um, and that's why my main has, I believe, all the uh, all, all the essence slots filled, but that is the only character. Everyone, Every other one has one essence, a green essence that you get at the beginning of the essence stuff. Um... Like I, I just I don't have the patience to do that. Um, they did not make this expansion very all friendly, uh, and I just find that they have not given me, as someone who does not raid, any reason to do the content in this patch. Um, before this patch, I mean, I was doing some some stuff with, you know trying to keep on emissary quests, trying to do them at least every couple of days on each character, um, trying to log in regularly. Um, but so much in this patch seems to be surrounding stuff that I don't have any desire to do that I don't feel there's a need for me to, to log in that often. Um, and nobody has yet been able to convince me that there's a reason I should log in to participate in content that has no impact on me. Like, what does this cloak give me other than a little bit, maybe a bit higher eye level than what I have? Like, I'm I'm not going to spend my money on mounts. And based on what I've seen this expansion so far, any mount that I might have wanted is behind too tall of a gate for me to even bother. Um, I, I said this before, the B mount burned me out. I spent a better part of a week, almost all of my time in game, farming up for a B mount to not even get out of neutral with that faction. And that is not compelling gameplay to me. Um, Tell me that it's not going to be that hard to get mounts or pets or whatever in this new content. Please. Well, I mean... 
it's it's not going to be hard. It's just going to take some time because there's only a certain amount of quests you can do in a day because they're dailies, not world quests. Mm-hmm. So they're and it's not there's nothing that you can turn in repeatedly. Okay, it's just a I, series I, of qu- no. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, it's just a series of quests that you log in every once in a while and do. I mean, that's how I'm approaching it. Like, like okay. for, in terms of the in terms of the reputation stuff for mounts and stuff like that. I mean, like when I get to it, I get to it. I, something, I, I, spent, to do. I spent two to five hours a day for seven days trying to farm up the B-mount stuff and didn't even get out of neutral. Um, whereas I can do an emissary quest on any of the factions in base Battle for Azeroth and see significant but like, I'll get enough XP or a rep with that faction to get out of neutral. Um is 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 grinding in the BFA content for the last patch is that is it better than that? I think it's hard to, it's hard to really answer that because it depends like you were saying yourself. You don't have the motivation for myself. I enjoy trying for the mounts, and there it is a bit of a grind, but there's enough variety in the quest set for myself. I'm enjoying doing it. Okay. So for me, like it feels worth it, and it feels like it's not as as tedious. I haven't done the B grind myself, so I can't really speak to that. Okay, but so, since you don't have that drive and that end goal, that motivation for you, it just may not be your thing. Okay, so day one of eight point three. I went out to Uldum and did some questing out there to see what it was going to be like. I took into account um, there's a lot of people. It might be hard to tag mobs. Mobs go down faster, so kill sharing is harder to do. I tried to keep all that into in, in mind when I was out there. Um, it was not clear what was required versus what was optional and I felt like I spent about an hour looking for something that I don't think I actually needed I needed something to open a chest and spend an hour trying to farm up the last piece I needed when I later was told that it was not needed it was an optional thing or a bonus thing or something but it doesn't I, I got no indication that was optional so Maybe that colors my perspective on it. Maybe it's giving me a false sense of being un- unobtainable. Um, I-, I can't really say. Uh, but that's kind of how it feels for me. Like, why should I bother when it's going to take me hours to try and farm up one item to complete one aspect of what I do out in the zone? And it's not fun to feel like you're spending a lot of time to do nothing. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I get that. I just, I'm uh, I'm struggling to... Like, I've given a lot of thought to this. To try, like, this expansion has absolutely felt, I felt very out of place in this expansion. Um, don't like Drustvar very much. Um don't like any of the troll zones very much. Um, 
a lot of the content really didn't like really felt it was pushing you into places that I don't particularly care about going to. Um, so I, I've been giving thought to what is my issue? Like, what is the core of my problem with playing this expansion? Why have I not felt drawn to log in? And I feel like I was drawn to log in for a while. Um, I was logging in and I was doing, um, the Paragon boxes and, and, uh, leveling up rep and, and playing characters and working on alts. Um, and I think around 8.25, uh, is when I kind of started to wonder, like, yeah, it was when, it was when Najatar came out basically and Mecha gone. Um, it, it just felt like, okay, so now, uh, I got a good handle on my gameplay and what I could do and what I had time for with the base stuff. And now there's more stuff for me to do, but I still have to do the base stuff to keep up with that and to try and keep getting stuff there. Um, if I want to farm stuff out of those boxes, if I want to get cool stuff there, I need to keep doing that and keeping up on the resources on a, across all my else. Like it just, it. It was like basically piling up bricks and eventually the wall fell. And I just, I, I just questioned why I was even bothering to do all this stuff um, when I saw no reward for it. Right? Like, does that make any sense? Yeah, I get that. And that, that can be a hard thing to overcome. But I think one thing keep in mind is um yeah you talk specifically about trying to keep up with a bunch of stuff like like stuff like essences and all that other stuff and mm -hmm. um one thing that um i talked i when i uh talk to people who are coming into the game for the first time or whatever is like figure out what you want to do in the game like if you if you don't if you're not interested in in like the group content or like the instance group content like raids and and dungeons and stuff like that there's plenty of other stuff that you that that it, that you are able to to do and um like one of those things is like grind out like go achievement hunting in the different zones there's plenty of small little achievements that there's plenty of small i want to say i don't want to say little because they're not little but there's plenty of achievements in the game that are focused on that solo content, especially when you look at uh, like tracking down a bunch of the different rares and stuff like that. And, you know, sometimes those give rewards like Najatar has that whole um, guard system mm -hmm. where you go out questing with a different guard every day and they'll give you, and you'll be able to unlock different rewards based on what guard you've uh, befriended and leveled up with throughout that zone. Like one of them gives you like a seahorse mount, which uh, from what I understand functions like the other seahorse mounts, which is beneficial in a zone like Najatar where there's a lot of water. Well, there's not really that much water in Najatar anymore, but like if you didn't happen to get that seahorse mount from previous expansions, there's another avenue to get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, that that 
that process there also left me a bit jaded because um, I thought you got those rewards a lot earlier than I guess you do because I worked hard to get up to a certain level only to find out that what I actually wanted was like twice as far along the process than I was. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I mean, oh, okay, I'm not going to bother then. And I mean, that's, I mean, but that's, that's not a concept that's new to WoW. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the cosmetic stuff that we've gotten previously is tied with the highest level of reputation with the faction, or if not the highest, then, you know, second highest. Yeah, I, I just, I thought that the highest reputation with the hunter, or the, 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 the bodyguard there, I thought that was lower than it actually was. Um, and when I realized that how much farther I had to go, I, I lost any desire to. It was just a matter of the, you you went in there with a difference with a, with a certain expectation and yeah. And I, I get I, I get how that would kill the motivation to do that. And and that's not entirely on Blizzard per se, but uh, I do wish that it was a little more clear what like how far you had to go to get that. Um, because somebody who doesn't know Wowhead does not know uh, resources for looking that stuff up, which is what I ended up doing when I hit what I thought I needed to hit and I didn't get anything. Um, a person could easily get very um, upset about, oh, I, I thought what I, I thought what I've heard people talking about was there, but there's still more to do. Mm-hmm. Um. And I get that they want to keep some things a mystery to players. And, and there's only players who like that mystery. Um, but there should be limitations to what you keep a mystery and what is clear and obvious, I guess. That, that's just me, though. Um, I am looking forward to Shadowlands. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the, the various... Uh, factions and seeing what it's like to work through those. Um, but I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic uh, that I will enjoy it more than I have so far. Uh, what we've got in uh, uh, in the current content because um, haven't overall enjoyed um, the content in Battle for Azeroth as much as I would have liked to. Um, and I had a lot of hopes for the content here. Um, I was hoping it would be a very interesting expansion. And from the lower side, it has been. Um, I just haven't felt that the grindy content has been as, as much uh, an enjoyment for me as I'd hoped it would be. That's all. Yeah, and at the, and at the end of the day, I mean, uh, many put it pretty well in, in chat here. It's just like whether or not somebody enjoys the content. I mean, that's like, not, you're not going to enjoy every piece of content that the game has available to you. It doesn't mm-hmm. stop you from, from really liking the game man, and being, being passionate about it. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I dislike PVP in WoW. Does that mean I hate the game? No, it just means I don't like PVP because I'm bad at it. <laughs> okay. But see, okay. Look, then I guess my perspective on that would be, Imagine that this patch was all PvP. That's the only thing was in it. That's all the content there was. There was nothing but PvP and PvE-related stuff. 
uh, for you to do. Yeah, that one's that, that one sucked for me. Um, but at the same time, like for for me personally, I would just go back and go and do all the stuff that I have not done because I am lazy uh, occasionally, and I'll forget about stuff. And like, oh yeah, look at this. There's this thing I can do that I forgot about last expansion, last patch. That's the, that's one of the benefits of of me like half doing a bunch of the rep grinds. Like, there's plenty of stuff for me to do when current content bores me. <laughs> yeah, I totally get it. I that. realize that's not the case for everybody. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that's kind of where I've been sitting at. Um, I, I kind of wanted to give, give you guys, both you, you two, as well as the listeners, kind of a bit of an understanding of kind of where I'm sitting at in, a in my perspective on the game. Um, because I do understand that it's been, you know, months now since I've really had anything that I said with any excitement that I did this week in WoW. Um... And uh, I, I always felt like I should be upfront with uh, with where I'm at uh, and, and where I where my enjoyment is in the game. Um, not a whole lot of enjoyment in the game. I do still log in on a regular basis, though. Um, but I don't take as much enjoyment from playing the game right now as I would like. Um, so, you know, some of my time is spent playing other things and doing other things um, and focusing my energy in other places that currently are more uh, a higher priority than they, the stuff in WoW has been uh, as of late anyway. So, yeah, I'm still playing. I'm still here. I'm still doing the podcast, not going anywhere. Um, just wanted to be upfront and honest with you guys. That's all. Um, but let's talk about our, uh, our first sponsor of the show here. Um, our new sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures from a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes to Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzardverse, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week, well, this week... I'm sending a, uh, this Funko out to one of our uh, most uh, energetic listeners. Um, and, and as soon as I saw this, I knew, and I just had to do this one. Um, and, and I hope our listener knows exactly who it, who it is uh, by simply saying it is a gnome. What? Which? Which? Who's that? Where is that from? I have no idea. It's just a gnome? I, I think it's just the Mythical Creatures uh, series that they did. Uh, they also did Cthulhu. They did uh, Cyclops. Um, as soon as I saw this, though, I, I had to be... I had to pick that one. I like how it just says gnome. Yeah. yeah that's what, There's that's no, what no reference to anything, just gnome. Just gnome. With the red pointy hat. Nothing but gnome. So is this um, one of the Funko minis? Uh, no, this is a full-size Funko, I believe. Um, it was a limited time of uh, availability in the Shuko Funko shop. Uh, I think you can still get it right now. Uh, but yeah, it, it's definitely, uh, definitely reminded me of a certain, uh, a certain gnome that listens to the show on, a, on occasion. Uh, not here tonight, but, uh, you know, yeah, th- this one's for you, Frasley. 
if you want to check out this Funko Pop or any others, go to bit.ly slash FunkoETA. You can check out their online shop and use Shop10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash FunkoETA and use Shop10 to save 10%. We want to thank Funko for their support of the show. Yes, Erlina. If it's a Funko Pop, it is, it is puntable. All right, so let's talk about what's coming up this month in a while because we didn't do a show last week. We didn't get to, go, we didn't get to talk about the entire month, and there's a bunch going on, as one would expect. So we've got the Darkmoon Fair that's running from April 5th to 11th. So if you're listening on the download, you got a couple more days. We've also got Cataclysm Time Walking going from April 7th to the 12th. The Noble Garden event starts on April 13th and runs all the way to the 19th. We've got the Battleground Bonus event running from April 14th to the 20th. And the PvP Brawl Deep Six running from the 14th to the 20th. Get the BFA Dungeon event from the 21st to the 27th. And Volunteer Guard Day on the 28th. So get your guard outfits and, you know, help out. Uh, Pet Battle Bonus event is running from the 28th to May 1st. We've also got the PvP Brawl Arathi Blizzard from the 28th to the 1st. And that's what's coming up this month in WoW. At least on the calendar. I was gonna say, I'm I'm pretty sure pretty sure there's other stuff happening this month in a while. Yeah, this is just 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 a smidge. Just a little yeah. bit. Just a little bit. Just 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 a little wee bit. So um as as we have kind of uh predicted and, and supposed and um guessed that uh there'll be a slight impact on the availability and and appearance of an alpha and beta for Shadowlands and that um, the current situation in the world and and the new world we're in um, would cause that to be uh, different than we originally expected and um, possibly delay things Um, and that was confirmed I believe it was just this morning or sorry earlier this afternoon uh, by Ian Hazacostas on Twitter. Um, and he starts with point saying, this is going to be an exciting week, and pointing to a blog post over on the World of Warcraft website. He did say as well in his tweet that this was really planned to be a video and come out a bit sooner, uh, but from their literal homes to ours, uh, the WoW team could be more excited to pull back the curtain on what they've been up to since BlizzCon. Um, and the link in his tweet is to a post over on the uh, WoW website, uh, which is a Shadowlands developer update. Um, I am quite excited about this. Uh, It's been five months since they first revealed Shadowlands at BlizzCon 2019, and they've been working hard to get an alpha ready. And later this week, they'll be sending out their first invites for a closed alpha test for Shadowlands. Um, Now, this will likely go most uh, plentifully to uh, friends and family, as well as influencers. Um, hopefully some of us get uh, get invites to that so that we can talk about this next week. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll be one based on WoW head articles and, and we'll champion posts. Um, but uh, it will be a small fraction of the pool of testers that will be in the first wave, uh, and they'll continue adding more waves as things go on. So they did talk about some of the things we can expect uh, when the alpha starts up, uh, first, first that the uh, players of all twelve classes will see immediate changes to their spellbooks, talents, and in some cases even their resources. Um, this is the unpruning expansion, 
uh, as they mentioned at BlizzCon, and that means that there's a lot of a lot of changes coming there. Um, this is an alpha, though, um, and they have warned uh, folks to be cautious in what they expect in the initial phases of testing because a lot will change. Um, not a lot of stuff that you see in the alpha at at launch of the alpha will still be there at the end. Um, so there will be changes, there'll be updates, there'll be stuff that's um, altered, removed, added, and so on throughout the testing phase uh, as they figure out what people actually want and don't want uh, in their classes, in that, in that regard at least. Um, there are going to be updates to the quest interface. Um, there will be uh, a pretty big update about PV, PvP currencies. Uh, in fact, the, in, in, in the fact that Conquest is now once again a spendable currency, uh, so you will now be able to buy things with, with Conquest, uh, and many PvPers will, I'm sure, be very excited for that, because uh, I'm sure many of them have been sorely upset about that change back when it happened. Um, but there's lots of stuff that'll be happening, lots of news, a lot of stuff that'll be data mined and, and discovered, um, but there'll be stuff that will not be discovered. There'll be a lot of encrypted stuff in this alpha, I'm sure. So, um, I'm excited for this alpha. I'm excited to see what's in here and what isn't in here, more, more importantly. Um, how do you guys feel? Toasty? Uh, I can't wait. Give it to me now. Give it to me, Blizz. Come on, just do it. Give me Alpha, please. I believe a wise man said on another Discord server earlier, patience is a virtue. Learn it. Um, some of the stuff, some of the stuff sound, here sounds really cool, though. What I, what I particularly liked was um, some of the stu- improvements they're making to the quest interface. There, there's going to be like a 3D indicator of track quest objectives, which sounds pretty cool. And you can also set a personal waypoint. So if you're in a group, you can you can just set the waypoint on the map instead of having having a coordinates add-on and telling them to go to this spot. Because, you know, that works well sometimes. It, it doesn't. Most of the time, because for some reason, what I've noticed is what I've noticed is a lot less people have map add-ons that give coordinates than you would expect. Right. I think a lot of people have map add-ons or add-ons that give coordinates that don't even realize their add-ons give them coordinates. Also, that. Oh, give me that personal waypoint, please, so I can when I'm in a group, I can just ping ping the spot, or someone will ping the spot, and I don't have to awkwardly have my map open <clears throat> while I'm traversing the zone, thereby having half my, like, not half my screen, a good chunk of my screen real estate covered up by a map, and aggroing the big bad thing that will kill me. Please, please, no. That, that, that was my big thing from there, other than the, uh, the, the classes stuff. Now, did you guys have a playable version of of Shadowlands at BlizzCon, you did. It was Bastion, right? Yeah, yes. but it was only ten minutes. Okay, I think we didn't get very long with it. Um, but that was kind of what we had at uh, um, at BlizzCon for Legion, because really we only had like the barest shell of the 
Demon Hunter starting zone. Correct. That was meant to play, though. That was meant to play. Yep, 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 yep. Like, the conquest thing is going to make a lot of PvPers happy. The return of a vendor? Yeah, a lot of people are really excited about that. It looks like conquest is going to be used to upgrade the gear, kind of like how uh, the Mana Pearls improved Benthic gear with Rise of Ashara. So, <laughs> yay for that! I'm sure lots of people are super stoked about that. When it gets the sense overall, based on some of the wording in this article, what we see in a couple of different places, I get a feeling that they're really wanting input and that they're really listening. And I feel really good about that. And yeah. just overall, just super excited. <laughs> Hopefully we won't have systems in this expansion that come in near the end. Uh, and can't be tested and don't have the feedback they need before they go online. So that's that's ho that, I'm hopeful about that. Because uh, I know I know the last couple expansions have had systems like that. So what corruption was totally uh huh. Mm -mm. Anyway, <laughs> the important part is we're getting it soon. And if you haven't opted in for the beta yet, like do it. If you're mm -hmm. interested in it, go to the Shadowlands site and opt in. Yes, it is through the Shadowlands website. It's not through the Bionet launcher. It's not through your game management. It's actually through the Shadowlands website. I know some people have been a little confused about that, so keep that so, in mind. So worldofwarcraft.com slash Shadowlands. And you'll 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 find you'll find the opt-in link there. And and uh, Ian at the end of his post does say here, thank you for your patience and we'll see you soon. No TM. In the Shadowlands. So there we go, people. This is this is what we're talking about when we, we talk about the mythical no TM soon from Blizzard. Later this week. <laughs> um, but along with this Shadowlands beta or alpha announcement, they, they gave us a little preview of some of the Covenant abilities, which look really cool. Right? right I'm so excited. I'm actually really glad they did this because I don't know about everyone, but I've been having a hard TP I've had been having a hard time connecting and remembering which group was with which zone and all the names. So we're going to go over that first because this lovely blue post really just laid it all out for us. So the Kyrians, the denizens of Bastion, these angelic beings embrace humility and service to their order. We have the Necrolords, comprised of liches, warlords, and spies. The Necrolord Covenant calls Maldraxxus home. They make up the army that defends the Shadowlands. I like that because we're also getting just a little little story snippets here, which obviously I get excited about. So we have the really you like Laura? I never Fae. knew that. I know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> so the Night Fae, guardians of nature, the Night Fae inhabit Ardenweald, and shepherd beings through the cycle of life and death. It was through their aid that the demigod Cenarius was able to make his return to Azeroth during the events of Cataclysm, which I actually made a note for for my own show. And Venthyr, making their home in Revendreth, the, vampire, the vampiric Venthyr are the punishers of the unworthy, seeking to rehabilitate the sinful souls sent to them by the Arbiter. So it's a great way to just a little snippet of like who is which one, which one, and what they're all kind of doing, what's about, that kind of thing. We also found out that each one of these 
has a signature ability that everyone gets. So no matter what class you are, when you choose that covenant, everyone gets the signature ability. Except monks, apparently. No, these are the signature abilities. This isn't this isn't the, the covenant class abilities. These are the signature abilities. So just to summarize again, uh, we have the angels, we have the non-vampiric undead, we have the weirder druids, and the vampiric undead. Okay, gotcha. They're called goth boys. Call them the right name. <laughs> vampiric. Va- vampiric. Mm. <laughs> so the Kyrian have the summon steward ability. Again, this is the signature ability, so everyone gets it. So you call your steward to bring you a vial of serenity that can be consumed to restore some of your health, remove things like curses, diseases, poison, blah, 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 blah. Plus, it gives you a selection of useful amenities each once per day. So that's kind of cool. The Venthyr, or the Vampire Boys, Goth Boys, sorry, Goth Boys, have doors of door shadows. Wend through the shadows, appearing at the targeted location. I can be Reaper in WoW. I was just thinking that. It really does. And I'll bet it has a very similar effect where you can kind of like place where you're going to put it and then go through the yeah. shadows. That's kind of cool. The Necrolords have Fleshcraft, which is an interesting name. And you form a shield of flesh and bone that prevents damage equal to a portion of your maximum health. Standing near the corpse of a defeated enemy when the ability is cast will create a larger flesh shield. So, oh. <laughs> flesh and bone and oh. shields and but it sounds helpful especially for tanks I guess and then you have the uh, night fay which we were looking at this in post show and like my uh, sorry pre show that's pre show we haven't done post show yet and my jaw dropped because it's, it's amazing so for the night fay they get soul shape you turn into a volpin increasing movement speed you may reactivate the soul shape to teleport short distance forward. That's kind of cool. Additional cosmetic forms can be earned and collected. If I remember right, they mentioned that briefly at BlizzCon. And then it says, while out in the world... Yeah. So while out in the world, this effect has a short duration before it wears off, but lasts indefinitely while in a rest area. So can a Vulpira turn into a Vulpin and get even faster? Maybe. Probably not. That's rude. I was thinking about the their class ability. I think that's crazy for druids. Um, obviously, there is a very long list of class abilities. So on top of whatever class you are, you get those abilities depending on which covenant you choose. Then your class gets a very specific class ability. And we're going to go through re- every one of them so everybody knows exactly what's going to happen, right? I'm going to need to get more water if we're going to do that. <laughs> that's a very long already- list. The show's already in an hour. So we kind of thought we talked about our own races and maybe the Druid, because that's kind of classes, awesome. Our own classes. Um, classes, races, you know, it's, it's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, for for me, for a priest, I don't know what I'm going to choose, because originally I'm thinking Kyrian, you know, makes sense. You know, I, I heal a lot, even though I'm in touch my shadow side. It just it made sense. And then I read for Necrolords, all priests get Holy Nova, an explosion of dark energy, heals nearby alleys. Wow, here's heals nearby alleys. There's more than one alley in this situation? I'm rather terrified of this idea. There are are very multiple versions of me. 
I'm very terrified by this idea. Inversion to this show. So, <laughs> an explosion of dark energy heals nearby allies and affects nearby enemies with unholy transfusion, which deals, you know, shadow damage over time. Basically, it's my holy nova, except it's unholy, and I hurt people with it, and I heal people with it, and that sounds awesome. So, even though I was singing Kyrian, I may have to be Necrolord. I don't know. It's so exciting. And also mind games, because that also sounds great, because you can assault an enemy's mind, and does more damage, and reverses their perception of reality. Which sounds like a good time there, so... I'm kind of realizing that it may not be a cut and dry choice, at least not for me. What are you guys thinking for your classes? Uh, for Warrior, um, it was a little bit more cut and dry for me in that I didn't want to do Kyrian. <laughs> <laughs> it just does not sound interesting to me. I mean, you throw a spear at a location, it does arcane damage, and also deals a dot and generates rage, which, you know, good. But the enemies hit are tethered to this spear of Bastion's location for the Again, situationally good. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of it so far. Uh, the Goth Boys, on the other hand. Oh, it's so good. It's it's great. Condemn a foe to suffer for their sins, causing shadow damage, only usable on enemies who are above 80% health or below 20% health. So for the first 20 and the last 20%, I can use Condemn, which replaces Execute. And, oh, I love it so much. And the primary target is weakened, and it does a moderate amount of damage, and it prevents a bit of the damage that they would deal to you. And if the foe survives, a portion of the rage that I spent is is refunded. So who needs rage generation when I get rage refunding, right? But but Necrolord also sounds fantastic. So it's Conqueror's Banner. Brandish the banner of the Necrolords, increasing your movement speed and causing mortal strike, raging blow, and shield slam to grant you glory. Killing an enemy grants additional stacks of glory, reactivating this ability, plants the banner in the ground, granting an increased amount of health and attack speed to you and your allies within range of the banner. And it lasts longer the more glory you have up to a certain amount. And there's no knife fay ability yet. Ah, oh, Condemn and Conqueror's banner look sounds so good. But, that does seem pretty cool. Uh, like, one of them is basically just a little hero, which is nice. But I, 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 I went when, when all these covenants were announced, I latched onto the Goth Boys immediately. So I'm probably just going to go with the Goth Boys. <laughs> I get it. They're pretty cool. I definitely have an alt that's going to go with Venthyr if I don't go with it. Like, thankfully, that 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 ability is. It sounds pretty good. So I won't feel so bad. Ah, so good. Do you have a, do you have a chance to go over the paladin stuff there, Medros? All two of them. Yeah, paladin <laughs> don't have a lot of information, but we have the information that's most important here. So, uh, the only <laughs> one really important for for uh, paladins is Kyrian, because any paladin that does go Kyrian is just wrong and should not be playing paladin. Uh, but Kyrian gives divine toll, which is which is instantly cast sh holy shock, avenger shield, or judgment on several targets within range based on your current specialization. Oh. Um, I think oh, we all good. took notice of uh, of this particular druid one um, for the Night Fae, Convo Convo Convoke the Spirits, call upon the Night Fae for an option of energy, channeling a rapid flurry of 16 druid spells and abilities over 4 seconds. You will cast Moonfire, Wrath, Regrowth, Rejuvenation, Thrash, Rake, 
shred, and iron fur on appropriate nearby targets, favoring your current specialization. Like, what? Like, yeah, that's felt... what like, my jaw dropped That when we were talking about that was what we were talking about. And it was just like, that's it's a lot. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but I like we don't know how it's going to be implemented exactly. Right. I think when I get into the alpha, I'm going to be playing my druid, death knight, or demon hunter first because uh, those actually have the full slate of their abilities, and um, I definitely want to try this druid one out. Um, I'm obviously playing my warrior first. Of course. Wait, but you have other I classes you play? Yeah. Okay. I played. I play a disc priest. I play a, a demo warlock and an enhanced shaman. Okay. I'm definitely going to do my priest, and then I might do my rogue because the Venthyr ability slaughter sounds amazing because I like to slaughter things. So I might have to do my rogue too. We'll see. Yeah, we don't know yet <laughs> if we're going to have character copies or templates they have. Right. Um, we, we don't have a lot of information on how that's all going to work. Uh, and but we will we, this week, hopefully. We can't even go by past things because sometimes they do trans- sometimes they do templates, sometimes they do copies right away. Um, they did say, though, when beta, when it looks from alpha to beta, uh, characters will be wiped and they'll really start over. So uh, if you guys get, don't get into the alpha, when you get into the beta, we'll all start on the same footing, except we'll also know more. All I know is whenever whenever I gain access, I'm doing my usual and creating a gnome warrior. Because that's just how I roll in these test realms. Of course. Oh, I can't wait. Some of these are... Oh, some of these are so good. Yeah, Th- this will make very, for very interesting gameplay, for sure. Um, there will absolutely be an ideal uh, covenant for each class and spec. Um... I'm very curious to see how that shakes out. Yeah, because I think they made it sound like like they didn't want to make it so it's a mandatory thing you have to choose if you're min-maxing that kind of thing. But I think some of us are kind of suspecting that eventually it'll go that way because someone somewhere is going to do the math and the min-maxers are going to go that way. But, well, you know, yeah, like I said, we'll have to see how that all plays out. Like 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 I said during the pre-show when I was talking about the warrior abilities, like all of them sound like decent abilities. It's just that one of like the Kyrian one specifically does not speak to me in any sense of the word. Like, I would simply uh, say the, the, the entire Kyrian uh, covenant does not speak to you in any way, shape, or form. Let's be fair. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I, I know I'm not. That's why I said it. You love yeah, your goth that's... boys. We all know this. I love my what, sorry? You love your goth boys. We all know this. It's almost like I had a goth phase. Or something. Yeah. So, with us reaching the end of this expansion and getting really excited for the next expansion, there tends to be some retrospectives and looks backs and things like that that happens, including a recent class tier removal retrospective that came out. Yeah, so I was starting a little series of BFA retrospectives, and one of the things, um, one of the one of the first things they decided to talk about was the removal of class tier sets because that was something that was removed in Battle for Azeroth, and that was met, that was met with <clears throat> uh, vastly differing opinions. Some people were, some people were looking forward to that stuff, and some people did not. 
like it so much. I I fall I fall strictly in the camp of not a fan. Um, but uh, I don't, I don't know the, the the entire thing kind of just sums up the history of the of the tier sets and what they previously brought. Like they brought in they they brought different abilities that kind of impacted the way you, the, you played the game as a member of that class. And, you know, you could argue that that the harder the uh, essences uh, and the, the different uh, Heart of Azeroth uh, traits kind of took the place of that. And yeah, I would agree with that. And that, that, and that wasn't necessarily my problem with um, the removal. Because you know, I saw all these different things being added to the, the, the systems that were added with this expansion. Um, the 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 problem that I had with it, and though this retrospective also talks on that a little bit, is the different uh, is the the transmog aspect of the tier sets. Because with the, with the with the tier sets, you had looks that were, you know, iconically warlock, iconically warrior, iconically paladin, etc, etc. And I feel like that's what I missed most about the tier sets in BFA, because you know, like, Death Knights, Death Knights, Warriors, and Paladins, they all got the same plate set from the, the raid, and you know, looking at it, looking at those sets and um, seeing different people with it, you can tell right away what they were. And, you know, obviously they were going to compromise on these sets a little bit because, because like some of the classes just don't wouldn't share the same look. Like a mage and a a, a, a priest and a warlock wouldn't look the same in terms of gear, right? So you know they, 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 they I, I feel like they had to compromise a little bit on some of these sets because of that, because it wouldn't because you know X set wouldn't look right in this class or blah 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 blah. So that that's one of the things that I miss about tier sets was the different looks. But they also talk about some of the other things where with tier sets, especially like. Uh, especially with the t the iteration of tier sets we saw in Legion, um, all the bonuses changed when you swap specs. You didn't have to go talk to somebody to reforge the tier set to make it viable for you that specific spec you're like, you're playing. You know, as right armor. So that's, that's not a great thing either. I know. I, I just it was it was just a it was a really interesting read and kind of gave the pros and cons of of everything and just kind of look back on how everything was implemented afterwards. Do you guys have a chance to read over this article at all? A little bit. I you know have played through most of these tiers, so it was kind of fun to kind of go back and remember some of these and everything. I personally miss tier sets. In Legion, it got to be too much because we had our tier sets, we had our legendaries, we had our artifact weapons. There were very few slots that we didn't have something 
almost required, especially if you're a raider, for example. Right. Um, and that got to be too much a legion. Definitely agree with that. But in general, I miss them. I miss having like a two to three tier set thing to go for for those particular slots and how that played to my class's abilities and it felt good. And there was that, that good feeling of when you did get it. And I, I do miss that part of it a lot. So mm-hmm. it was it was definitely interesting to kind of go through this and just kind of remember it. And you're right. What you were saying with the transmog, I mean, that, that really was a big part of it is part of what gave some of your class identity was how you looked in these sets. So it was, it was a fun retrospective. Yeah. Well, I like one of the things... You spoke specifically to the tier slots and all that. And one of the one of the points that people could make against, well, not against that, but in counter to that, is that we got essences and all that other stuff to look forward to look to look forward to getting. But at the same time, those different things weren't catered to your specific spec. They were kind of made, you know, okay, well, this is the healing essence you want to get, or the healing corruption you want to get, or something like that, and. It wasn't necessarily flavored towards your class or anything like that. Uh, like, well, while still cool, it didn't for me. It didn't give the same impact. Right. Yeah. Like, I like. I, don't get me wrong. I think my little Azurite elemental that shoots Azurite crystals. That stuff is cool. But at the same time, summoning something to do the fighting for me isn't doesn't uh, fill that warrior fantasy, you know? Yeah. Um, Medros, did you have a chance to read over this at all? A little bit. I mean, I never really felt like uh, tier sets were really something that I ever focused on. Um, I remember back in the day uh, when the .5 tier sets came out. Um, So there was the, basically what was considered originally the dungeon sets. Um, and there were, they were a, a tier set, I want to say like Valor was the warrior one, I think, and, and stuff, but basically they were, they were tier sets you could do by going to like BRD and Strat and so on. And then there was the .5 sets that you got through quests that would upgrade them. Um, I think the Paladin one went from blue to purple. Um, and through that quest line, you would upgrade what you had. And that was the last time that I recall working for a tier set. Um, actually, no, I'll say that I'll, I'll correct myself. That is the second last time I recall going for a tier set. Um, and the last time was when I went for a PVP, PVP set that I really wanted to make into a, um, uh, into a transmog. And then they changed the rules around that transmog right before it was available to me to basically say you had to have earned it uh, in its original form in order to transmog it. And uh, that kind of kind of soured me a little bit on those. So I haven't really gone for any since. Um, but I, I, they were, like, tier sets were the big deal back in the day. Like... Um, if you had tier your your classes tier set, um, you know people looked up to you. 
Um, and then they kind of game became boring um, and not as interesting. Um, like you mentioned, when they were basically just uh, all plate wars wore this. I think that was probably Wrath. I think I recall that happening a lot. Um, and uh, and other expansions had that as well, where it was like, oh, every you know every plate wearer looks the same, every leather wearer looks the same, every um, cloth wearer looks the same, every male wearer looks the same, uh, and it, and it was really boring, really boring. I mean, I mean, yeah, there were a bunch of similarities then. I mean, I won't argue against that. I mean, the the like. But uh, they were still they were still distinct. Okay, the like what I'm thinking of specifically is Firelands Warriors. The the, the Warrior set was that uh, Magma Giant set, right? The Paladin one had had like these weird flame, like the robe thing with the weird mask. I mean, yeah, every every class could wear that still, like if like. Because there were they reused those models for different plate and all that, but I mean, it was still iconic. It was still you know distinctly warrior, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But with with this thing in BFA, where no, it's just in in this raid, this is the plate that drops, and that's the model that we're using. Like yeah, I mean, they're cool looking sets, and honestly, playing a warrior, I mean, it'll fit. Most plate will just fit, like fit in terms of you know making sense for that class. But for like for death plates and paladins specifically, like, having those two classes wearing similar looking gear does doesn't make sense in my head. Uh, n- no, because because one is about life and one is about death. Yeah, exactly. Makes no sense. Now. Now, hopefully, we we see some return to form in Shadow. We we have no idea what to expect for, from Shadowlands in terms of uh, class sets, but we're already seeing, at least with these Covenant abilities, that there are specifically flavored class abilities from these from these uh, different Covenants, which is a nice departure from the systems we have in place now in terms of uh, abilities that you're getting like from not leveling up, which I... Well, which hopefully means they're gonna take a look at restoring some of that class identity in terms of the gear cosmetics. But then, I mean, that's gonna be... That's gonna have to be something we wait and see in terms of... Like, what happens throughout the uh, alpha and beta? But please, please give me class sets, please. I love them so much. <laughs> well, that's it on the class tier on the class tier stuff. You're if you're interested at all, I suggest going over to Wowhead and reading that article. It was a pretty good read. Yeah. Um, Wowhead had a bunch of other reading for us pretty recently, though, and some of it was not taken well. <laughs> <laughs> So, as we know, we're recording this on April 6th, which means we have gone through April Fool's Day. And that comes with a myriad of things, including Wowhead, which did their own thing. Except Wowhead posted it, like, at least in, in when you're here in the NA, they posted, like, 
we have as the night before was um, you're getting you know the day of and so night before i'm seeing this post from wowhead talking about an 8.3.5 ptr and i was like oh maybe now that shadowlands is going to be out longer they're actually doing an a35 and they actually did a good job posting things in this april fool's joke that could be legit like a pepe with the nazoth eye on its head and I got excited because I have the eye on my head. And then I thought of Toasty and being able to torment him with a Pepe with the eye on the head. And then I realized that it was their April Fool's joke. And I was very disappointed. So at what, <laughs> at what point did you realize it was the April Fool's joke? Wait, well, the the other thing it talked about was the reward of if you still have the eye on your head, which I was really excited about. I'm like, oh, I finally get an end to this. What am I going to get? And it's this, like, you get these little voidy, tentacle-y things coming out of your body. Except the, the picture they had of it is... It looks like the, the void tentacles were just kind of photoshopped in. And not a blizzard quality of thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, right, this is Wowhead. And they post their things the night before. And then I said a few words I will not replace on, you know, re-say on this show. Since we keep it clean. Please do. <laughs> I'd appreciate that. I was so excited about I gift from Nazoth. And to get the title of Nazoth Chosen and the customization stuff. But they also talked about some other things. Like us getting some necklaces if you finish the war campaign. So for Alliance, you'd be getting Jaina's you know, anchor necklace thing. And then the Horde would be getting the necklace that Varok had, which was actually Drenosh's necklace. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then, you know, realized once again, April Fool's. Um, but they like, did such a great job. Like, these are things that I legitly want in the game. I want a surfboard mount. I want it. That would be awesome. But See, for how, me, how mad would you be if you got Loyalist Devotion as somebody who can't use a bow? Like, that should be rude. <laughs> Well, that's why you have the 100 XP boost right now to level up a, a dude that can use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you couldn't use all the you, you couldn't use all the Warcraft movie transmog stuff. People true. were still stoked about that. That's true. If, for me, for me, the the moment I keyed into it being an April Fool's joke was when they were giving away Varian's sword. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, yeah, they no. wouldn't do that. No, that that oh. thing should be like an artifact weapon some expansion down uh, the road. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool. Don't get me wrong. As a warrior, I would love to have that weapon. As a paladin, I'd love to have that weapon. It's a warrior weapon, though. Yeah, and? Mine! <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't get to claim all the cool stuff, man. So before we get to the, the meat and potatoes of this, <laughs> uh, we'll also mention that Overwatch had a googly eyes... Raider.io had an animal companion site, which I was excited about. The Reddit, the subreddit for WoW, got uh, corruption stuff, and Method did a thing, and there's a like supposedly leaked Shadowlands log in screen, which was silly. And you're ignoring uh, the surfboards? Are you seriously ignoring the surfboards? Check up with the surfboards. Okay, I must miss that. <laughs> <laughs> the surfboards are cool. They are. I, 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 I seriously, I want Blizzard to do that. But they also have to have a silver version then, just for the sake of, like, awesomeness. <laughs> I see what you did there. 
So they also had Blizzard themselves did their typical April Fool's joke, which came in the form of 8.8.8 patch notes, which was pretty great. Of course, it's really long. We're not going to read it all. And it went through everything for every single class and all that jazz. But we did want to pick out some of our favorites because it was pretty fun. What did you guys like from it before I get all gushy about it? So the warrior thing, heroically, occasionally ends in a pirouette. I would freaking love that. Please give that to me. So badly. I thought about that too. (laughs) You know, I I totally wanted to go back and change your landing from your order hall in Legion to be that. You land as a a pirouette sometimes. That'd be amazing. I I want that so bad because I would laugh my (laughs) butt off. Uh, two other things I really enjoyed was the Tertullian scribes getting tired of you, like, failing consistently. <laughs> so just draw whatever shape you want. Go nuts. Just finish and get out of here. And the other one that spoke to me on a deep level because... Uh, all bells have been removed from the game. We're not sure why, but some raccoon showed up, said something about a house, and ran off with them. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good laugh at that one. See, and here, Toasty, I thought I knew what your last one was going to be. I was certain you were all in on High Dwarves. (laughs) Hey, Mel. I thought that was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) So so you're not all in on High high Dwarves. Okay, yeah, High Dwarves are in there, too. Yeah, give me High Dwarves. And maybe the 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 Kul'tiran sub race that I'll let somebody else talk about. Oh, the, actually, all the sub races. Now that I'm thinking about them. all the sub races are really <laughs> cool. That's that's true. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really Freak appreciated bring... Mechatorn. That sounds like a really cool, uh, really cool idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you'd enjoy Freak a Kul'tiran is... Morgan. Yeah, of course I would. Of course I would. So, Card Freak's bringing up in chat the no changes for Shaman. Like, so, all the different classes has had, you know, a few different changes. And for not for Shamans, it was just no changes. <laughs> I think I literally laughed out loud at that one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the, you, the best part is, did you watch the Taliesin and Avatar video not after yet. April Fool's? Not yet. No. Um, somebody legitimately took that Shaman note seriously. <laughs> Oh, and just and just lost it. <laughs> so oh. another one that made me actually laugh out loud was one of the miscellaneous changes. And it says, after receiving a great amount of negative sentiment having something to do with the big love rocket mount, we've decided to make the big love we've decided to make the big love rocket mount fifty percent larger and give it two hundred percent speed boost. Thank you for your feedback. No, that's not the complaint. Give me, <laughs> give me my love rocket buzzer. <laughs> uh, I, I especially enjoyed the uh, the, the, the following. Uh, it says, following a tremendous amount of feedback, we're happy to announce that WoW Classic now comes in three new old flavors. WoW Orange Vanilla, Cherry WoW Classic, and Diet Dr. Classic. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. There are no changes to WoW Classic in this patch. Yeah, that's the final line. <laughs> the priest ones made me really happy. So for one of them, it says, Zalatath, Blade of the Black Empire, voice lines, updated in the hopes that you'll start using it again. You used to be so close, and nowadays you barely even see each other. Baby, please come back. 
I, I still totally, use mine. I totally so I read really that. Excited. I totally read that in a boys to men voice. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> I was excited though because I legitly was hoping that there'd be at least some voice lines for Zalatath. Even though she's left the sword and stuff, I get it, but I still have it and she still talks to me and says, says things like delicious when I kill things. So I, I got all excited and I was I was I knew it wasn't true, but I can dream, right? I can dream. And I will yeah. say personally, the best line from the entire notes is actually a priest line. And that is correcting an issue that occasionally cause holy world holy word serenity to take the sky from you. I know that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> I thought that was fantastic. That was <laughs> I, just, I, I just want to read one more line, and if we want, we can move on. But <laughs> mages who say in wait, sorry, where is it? Mages who say in voice comes that they're putting down a portal to Brallis, but that it's actually a portal to Dalaran Crater are awarded the achievement. Why do they fall for this every time? <laughs> there, there is uh, one more. There is one I have to read. Yeah. I have to. It is a new mythic keystone affix, and it is called Tub Thumping. With each pull, you get knocked down again. But don't worry, you'll get up again. We're never going to keep you down. Uh, <laughs> this was exactly the kind of <clears throat> this is exactly the kind of humor and stuff I I've needed, and I greatly appreciate these notes. Thank you, Blizzard. It was great. And the googly eyes. The googly eyes were so good. <laughs> <laughs> and then Zoth's diary post as part of the, the Blizzard one. It was it was just it was I'm not a big fan of April Fool's Day myself for various reasons, but things like this is fantastic and I look forward to it every year. Like stuff that is obviously fake, give me that. I have to it's think the stuff that Blizzard does in their designing of these things and naming of these things. They must put a star next to something that, that is like, this is a future April Fool's joke waiting to happen. I ha they have to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I would imagine so. But yeah, so go, go check it out. Wowhead has the whole post for all of it if you need a good laugh these days, which is really good. And another thing that we've heard about recently is some new figures being sold. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, I believe these were, at least the Jaina one I think was debuted back at, um, no, it's a different one, I think, than the one back at BlizzCon, I think. Yeah, they're smaller one. Okay. Um, yeah, so they, they debuted really cool staffs, or sorry, statues, sorry, uh, back at BlizzCon, and people were really excited. But all there was was pictures. And then people got them, and they weren't quite as awesome as the pictures that people believe. Uh, so now there are cheaper options available on the Blizzard Gear Store. There are six-inch figures, and they're only $37. Um, there's a Jaina and a Sylvanas one. Um, they're produced by Beast Kingdom, and they'll be shipping in August if you want to order one. Uh, they are uh, painted... And they are—they look to be high quality. Um, what do you guys think of these? I want them both. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think I'm going to actually purchase them myself. At least not right now, because I'm on the unemployment and things are a little weird. 
but it's definitely on my list of things I would like to own at some point. Yeah. Normally, at this time of the year, I would be saying, hey, my birthday's coming up soon, but I know what I want people for my birthday, which is like st stuff to help them buy YouTube stuff. So, not, not, not. I mean, I like these, but if, if people want to give me $37, I'd rather just give me $37 than a statue that I don't have space for. So, what, what I like about this is that it gives us, like, we all like the big statues that come from Blizzard. They're they're really great and all that, but they're expensive. You, you know what I like even more? I like seeing the the full, like, huge versions in Blizzard HQ. Those are awesome. Yeah, those are great. But but give, giving people the cheaper options like this? Like, yes, do that. Please do that. Do that for all of them. I want Yelladin one. I want the Diva one. I want the Jaina one. I want to get me a Sylvanas one, too, because why not? It's 37 bucks. Like, I'm okay with spending 37 bucks every once in a while on stuff like this. So give, give me basically your entire line of really expensive statues in this size and this price, and I will give you money for them, Blizzard. But I will, but I will, that, that's one jersey every for every statue. $37? Well, I assume you can get... You said you've gotten your jerseys cheap. Like 60 bucks. Okay. Uh, but yeah, these look Matt, like really if cool I them for $37? <laughs> oh, I'd be all over that. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, these are really cool looking statues. I, I will give them credit for that. Um, they do look really cool. And I do like the Savannah's one, how it, it's basically right before she's leaving um, the Gates of Agrimar after telling the Horde they're all stupid. Oh, that Jaina, like the, the water elemental that she uses. Oh, it's so good. Give it. Give me. Give me. Why couldn't this have been announced like a month ago before my birthday? Uh, it's cool though. I got a bunch of cool socks. Oh no, I'm one of those people now. Well, in fairness, you've always been a socks guy. You've always been a socks guy, man. Yeah, but I've never, I've never been like, yo, just give me socks for my birthday and Christmas and all that. Uh, oh no. True, true. Congratulations. You've now um, progressed. I guess. Cool socks are cool. I have cool yeah. socks. They make <laughs> yeah, me I'm, happy. The ones I'm wearing today are water belt. One's a watermelon and one's a copper cord. Nice. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so go over to the Blizzard shop if you're interested at all in them. There's also, like, apparently framed Prince of Anduin and Sylvanas there, too. If you just want art to hang on your wall, go ahead and buy those. Those look really good too, actually. Cool. And they're auto they're autograph. So that you know they're fancy. Absolutely. Alright. Uh let's talk about uh, I guess some classic stuff. Yeah, Ish. so we don't talk about classic stuff a lot here just because we don't play it. You know, we you know whatever. But it's something that is of interest to a lot of people, I'm sure. Um, Blizzard sent out a survey uh, last week or not last week this is about two weeks ago now uh, about character creation for a classic Burning Crusade server which you know oh people are hyped now oh, they might actually be doing it I mean let's be real they, were, they, would, they would have been considering this for a little while but some of the options they gave were 
continuing continuing to play my current classic character on my existing server as it progresses to the Burning Crusade expansion with the option to transfer to a classic server that will never progress past level 60. There's also just start a brand new character from level 58 on a new Burning Crusade server. Start a brand new character from level 1 on a new Burning Crusade server. Continue playing my current classic character on my existing server that will never progress past level 60 with the option to transfer to a Burning Crusade server later. So, I mean, clearly they're thinking about doing a burning a classic Burning Crusade server. Right. And, I, and I don't think... And after the success that we've seen with Classic WoW, I don't think many people thought that wasn't a consideration. Whether or not you felt they should be doing that is another thing entirely. But... No comment. <laughs> that's why I said that. <laughs> um... Yeah, so you know they're they're, look, they're starting to look at options for for doing this, which is cool for those people who are super interested in that kind of stuff. Obviously, we're not playing a lot of it. I've dabbled. Uh, I've played a yeah. bit. I've dabbled too. I ran Deadmines the other day, which was fun. I don't have a, I don't have a group to play with in Classic, which I think is hindering my my playing of it. I had a bunch of people say, oh, we're all going to go all on this server, and then they stopped playing. So I stopped playing. <laughs> anyway. That's cool. Every like the, the classic folks are very excited about this, as they should be, because, you know, there's more stuff for them to be playing. I think it'd be really cool. I, I Personally, I did not get the survey. I was hoping I would, but I didn't. I would like to either start a brand new character from 58 on a Brain Crusade server or continue playing my current classic character when I and when I get to 60 and just have it transferred to the Burning Crusade server. I think that'd be that'd be pretty cool. And then of course I say that mostly in the hopes of getting Wrath. After Wrath we can stop because once Kata happened, all the changes happened and that's where we get to now. But I would that's my hope. <laughs> uh, yeah, I um if if I were in a position to do so, I'm clearly not because I'm not. I think I'm level ten in classic, but I would like to see a combination of these things. Um, the 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 fourth option: continue to play my classic character on existing server that will never progress past level sixty, with the option to transfer. And if you don't feel like transferring your character, just create a new a brand new character for level fifty eight. I think that would be the best of both worlds there. But that's why none of the above is one of the answers. Anyway, so yeah, we're we're we'll 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 have to see where this whole thread takes us. I don't think we'll see it for a little while because I don't even think they they're at a Q yet. Nope, not yet. So it'll be it'll be a hot minute, but you know, they're thinking about it. They're mulling over some of the decisions they need to make. And they want your feedback on it. So if you've gotten if you if you've gotten the survey and you care about this, be, be sure to be sure to tell them how you feel. And with that, that is our final bit of news for this week. Let's talk let's go ahead and talk about our second sponsor. Today's show is also brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Now over five hundred thousand titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. 
This week we're gonna take we're gonna continue with the magician series with Magician's King. Let's have a listen. Janet and Elliot looked at each other. More inscrutable wisdom from Julia. But Quentin frowned. Julia made her own kind of sense. Quentin hadn't always been a king of Fillory or anywhere else. None of them had. Quentin had grown up a regular, non-magical, non-royal person in Brooklyn in what he still, in spite of everything, thought of as the real world. He thought Fillory was a fiction, an enchanted land that existed only as the setting of a series of fantasy novels for children. But then he'd learned to do magic at a secret college called Breakbills, and he and his friends had found out that Fillory was real. It wasn't what they expected. Fillory was a darker and more dangerous place in real life than it was in the books. Bad things happened there. Terrible things. People got hurt and killed, and worse. Quentin went back to earth in disgrace and despair. His hair turned white. And once again, that is The Magician's King, written by Lev Grossman, narrated by Mark Bramhall. You can find that and over 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. And we'd like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So our question of the week from last from two weeks ago was, what are you doing to take advantage of the new double XP buff in WoW? What class race combo are you working on? Uh, Sail says, right now leveling my few alliance tunes on Wormrest Accord. Presley says, finishing off my Mechanome Mage at 2120, working my Volpira Warlock right now, and then going to work on my Dwarf Priest, and then maybe my Worgen Rogue. Brickostad says, fresh Dwarf Iron, sorry, fresh Dark Iron Warrior. Wookie BH says, finally leveling a Deepen Hunter. Up to 104 already, and not quite done with the intro. After that, the plan is to get my monk from 110 to 120. Carter Wow says Volpera Rogue. Thank you all so much for answering. It's really fun to hear your answers, and I hope you're enjoying the XP bonus. Our next question is: Based on the currently known, co- based on the currently known covenant abilities, which covenant are you favoring for Shadowlands for your main? Goth boy. It was always going to be goth boy, regardless of what they gave me. Angels, as stated for him, always going to be them. See, I was originally thinking carrying because it made sense from, you know, I'm mostly holy priest, but man, Necrolord is sounding pretty cool right now with those abilities. So we'll have to see. I'm excited to play through them and kind of get a feel for it. And yeah. I think it's. Just think of it this way, Allie. As a holy priest, you're 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 gonna be trying to make people repent for some stuff, right? The necro lords do that. Could be. See, for me, I'm. Oh no, no, sorry, that's the Van Venthyr. The necro lords are yeah. the army. Either way, army, like... army needs medics. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, the way I've always seen it, as as with my offline life, I am in touch with my my holy side and my more twisted side, and so I feel like I can make it anywhere. I want to choose from all of those, so I'm excited. And I'm excited to see everybody's answers and their reason for it, because, you know... Yeah, we, we definitely want to know why you're choosing the, the covenant you're choosing. Uh, whether it's you agree with their position, or you, you like the spell you'll get, or or whatnot, so... 
All right, time for some shout-outs, I think. Uh, Allie, you up first. Oh my gosh, I have so many things I want to shout out. I will just, and and I'm sorry if either of you were going to do this, but shout-out to Blizzard. I'm super excited for Shadowlands. I think everyone was pretty excited about this news and, and this time. We could all use some, some positivity and something exciting like this. And I'm sure it's been inconvenient for them to be working from home and still having to do all this stuff but i am grateful for them and their work and very excited for shoutlands toasty um let me shout out to my family uh who i just found out listen to the show occasionally which is weird because none of them play well but Hi, thanks Toasty's for this family thanks for the support guys but also thanks for like helping me out with all the stuff that i can't do myself because i can't leave the house <laughs> They dropping off groceries and all that other stuff. I appreciate you and love you. Thank you. All right. Um, my shout out is going to be a wide ranging one, um, and and multiple faceted. Uh, so, my shout out is to everyone who has adapted to the current situation. Whether you're a game maker or an event planner that needs to cancel or change an event, um, whether you are a uh, essential worker that even with the concerns and the fears and the uncertainty that we are currently in, uh, still goes out day in and day out to do what you need to do uh, to keep us all uh, properly taken care of. Um, and and sheltered and safe. Um, we appreciate you more than at all possible. Um, I know there's the clap for the carers thing that's been happening. Um, I, I was uh, sad, uh, to be honest, uh, that I opened my door um, last Thursday and, and, and did not hear anybody uh, clapping. Um, I know it's happened closer to the hospitals in our city, but uh, I think the, those people need to know that the entire city uh, and the entire country that they are from appreciates the work they do. Um, and, I, and I hope that everybody will make sure that those folks are very well aware of how appreciated they are and how important they are. Um, because one guy on a podcast uh, cannot encapsulate what everybody is going through. Uh, as much as I'd like to believe I can sometimes. Um, and to everybody who is successfully staying home um, and not going out just to grab a coffee or to grab a bite with a friend or to do any number of things that aren't incredibly important or critical in this time, uh, thank you for trying to keep those who don't have that option safe. Um, this is a team effort. Uh, I, I read something on uh, on social media the other day that really did strike as, as strongly truthful, and that is that nurses and doctors and EMS and police and firefighters, they are no longer the front lines of this. Um, each of us is, and we need to be doing what we can to keep everybody else safe. Um, it is not easy uh, to stay home. 
Uh, I have barely left the house in the span of two weeks now, it feels like. A month, it feels like a year. Um, I have many times in the last three years, three and a bit years now, said, man, it feels like the last week or month has been a year, um, but the last two weeks has felt like a decade. Um, and it, I'm not a social, super social person. I, I, I know you've, you've expressed this yourself on social media. Uh, not a super, so, super social person, but having no ability to socialize, no having no ability to go out and just be in the world is really hard. Um, I get that, and I appreciate those who have still, even though it is hard, um, found a way to make it happen. Um, that's the only way we will have any hope of getting through this uh, without a lot more people getting really sick. So uh, thank you to everybody for doing your part. And if you haven't done your part and have the option to not do what you are currently doing, uh, please consider changing your mind because we all need you to do that. So uh, that is my shout out slash reminder to everybody, I guess. But uh, I think that's about it for the show. So uh, let's, I guess, do our outro then. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali's show at DungeonFables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash ToastyPostyCan. You can find us on Twitter at AllThingsAZ, at Medros, at Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan, at AliAndrusK, and at Dawnforge. And please check out the other shows from the Dawnforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of the Shadowlands Alpha. Yay! Give me them goth boys. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020. <laughs>